Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 122, and Scripture Discourse, or Sunday Letter, 220. Wow, can you imagine that? 220 letters I've written. Every time I see that number, I get kind of startled. <laughs> and I flunked English about five times. <laughs> anyways, anyways, for our show, uh, we use the uh, Sunday Prayer Letter for our script and our outline. And uh, before I get into the show, or before I get into the letter, I just want to say thank you again for being here. Um, every Saturday, I sit down and write this letter. Uh, I think I've missed three or four times in a year. Uh, normally, it's when I'm really sick or something's going wrong that's not normal. My mustache is getting mixed up in all the speaker here or the microphone. I got this big beard on my face, and it's because I'm fasting my shaving. I'm believing for a breakthrough for our street ministry and our missionary church. We're kind of up against a wall, and I'm going to break through that wall. That's like the Israelites did when they walked around Jericho. You know, they took them seven days, or actually six days of walking, and the seventh day they did the work that God wanted them to do, but they had six days they had to lead up to it, so six times that one day, and you kind of think about that for a second. Let's say each day was like a, a year, for example, and so you, have, you would have six years of preparing yourself for one year worth of work, something to think about, or maybe each year would be like 10 years, and you would have 60 years of preparation and 10 years of produce fruit, you know, or whatever, you know, it's in the Bible, it's one day, but it could be any number of days, it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be six months to do one month's worth of work. So what I'm trying to say is here in this before that I get into the letter is many times there is a lengthy preparation period before the actual work. For example, let's look at uh, uh, John the Baptist, John Baptist, you know, look at all the preparation that he did. And he was, I'm going to say, 30 years old, probably as old as Jesus. Yeah, because they were, yeah, they were pretty close to the same age because Elizabeth, his, his mom, was, uh, was, what, six months pregnant, three, four months pregnant than Jesus? I don't know. So they're born within the same year, let's say. So uh, when Jesus was baptized at around 30 years of age, that means John Baptist was also about 30 years of age. But listen to this. He was prepared all those three decades to do about six months worth of work. That's kind of traditionally uh, in the church world, we have kind of concluded that he, John Baptist did about six months worth of work of ministry, thereabouts. And uh, you think about all the preparation uh, that took place just to do six months worth of work. So uh, let God have his, have his perfect work. Let patience have her perfect work in your life as you're being prepared to do the ministry. Uh, and, you know, it takes days, it takes a long time sometimes, and so you just have to be patient. I mean, look, look what I'm doing here. I mean, I've been on the street. For, I'm in my fifth year now, and we just have a couple few people in church. You think after 
having three million people go by your banner and preach for over 3,000 hours, you'd think you'd have more than a couple of people in church. You know, you see what I'm saying? So, you know, are you going to shrink back and go back into the world because uh, you're not doing what you think God wants you to do? You have to allow God to prepare you. Amen? So I don't know why I said all that, but I did that. So uh, let's just get into our letter, okay? <laughs> so this is the June 25th uh, GEC Sunday letter. It's titled, And in Those Days... And we're in the theme called Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. That's our week's title and our current theme title. This letter is produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder in Colorado, which is called to teach the word of truth, to send evangelists, to preach the gospel of God, and to minister the spiritual gifts of the Holy Ghost, doing all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving glory and thanks to God the Father. Amen and amen. All right, so uh, scrolling down through the letter, what I'm doing right here is, as you know, I'm reading the letter for those who don't go to the website to look at it or to those who don't get the email or to those who don't even, um, who don't uh, watch the street sermons throughout the week. I'm going to read the letter. So, uh it's important. <laughs> Sorry. I'm having trouble with my eyes. They get, you know, I, they kind of fog up for me for some reason. I'm 70 years old and, you know, looking through the windshield of a truck for 3 million miles, 40 years, the glare on the hood uh, has really uh, done a number on my eyes. Let me get a sip of tea here. I'm drinking some uh, peppermint tea. Uh, tastes pretty good, actually. Amen. Mm. Soothes my uh, throat. <laughs> like I've said before on some of my uh, street sermons, I'm not nervous out in public. I'm not nervous doing a video. But when I'm sitting here by myself and recording a podcast, <laughs> I'm nervous. Now, is that weird or is that weird? <laughs> I don't know. don't know why that is. It just is. So uh, our next part of the letter... Now, I put this uh, section here in the letter right at the very top. I did this quite a long time ago, but I think it's important. And that is, uh, it's called Scriptures and Locations for this week. And in our letter, you know, we have seven parts. Uh, Part one starts on Sunday, the first day of the week, and goes all the way to the last day of the week, seventh day of the week, which is Saturday. So Sunday, part one, Sunday, June 25th, we'll be preaching on Acts chapter 1. No, Acts chapter 6, verse 1. And I'm only going to be doing that one single verse uh, because uh, there's a lot of connecting verses to that one. So we're going to talk on that. That's where our title came out of also, uh, Acts chapter 6, verse 1. This whole week we'll be preaching on Acts chapter 6. Uh, week before that was 5. Week before that was 4. We're going to preach on all the chapters of the book of Acts, all 28 chapters, one chapter per week. And so the location for Sunday is every Sunday. I'm in Boulder, Colorado at 28th and Pearl Street by Torchy's Mexican Restaurant. Then part two on Monday, June 26th, that's Acts chapter 6, verses 2 through 4. And coming soon will be a Monday morning truth study class via live stream about the 8 o'clock hour. It's not here yet. We're still in that beginning phase, but the Holy Spirit wants me to keep that here in the letter coming soon. How soon? I don't know, but it's coming soon. <laughs> it's kind of like what Jesus says. I'll be back in a little while. It's been a while. 
<laughs> but he just calls it a little while. <laughs> so uh, anyways, we're still waiting for Jesus. And uh, on Monday, I'll be at Foothills and Baseline across from Safeway. A little later for that day, it won't be 11 o'clock. I've got some other things that the Lord is giving to me to do on Monday morning. I'm pretty excited about that. I'll let you guys know uh, once that is done. Pretty exciting. So part three on Tuesday, June 27th, Acts chapter 6, verses 5, 6, and 7. I'll be at 30th and Arapaho by the gas station there. Part four on Wednesday, it'll be uh, June 28th, Acts 6, verses, verse 8, just one verse. And that'll be at Folsom and Canyon by the shop. I think I'm going to be a, next to the McGuckins hardware, that part of the street, kind of the south side of Canyon. Normally, I'm on the north side. I'm going to be on the south side, I think, because of the big tree, and there's some shade there because it's going to be hot. Also, uh, Gospel Evangelist Church has, has its uh, Wednesday house church here in Boulder, and you're more than welcome to come. Give me a call or a text or email me or something, and uh, I'll give you the directions to our, to our house church here in Boulder. So part five on Thursday, June 29th, Acts 6, uh, verses 19 through, whoops, I didn't write it down correctly. Hang on a second. Little mishap here, but I, oh, that's not the right one. <laughs> Hang on, everybody. <laughs> we're, we're all over the place here. Let's see what we're supposed to be doing here. Oh, X9. Oh, I see what I did wrong. <laughs> oh, well. You know, I proofread these over and over and over and over again, and uh, I still make mistakes. That's why I always ask people for help. People think that because we follow God, everything should be perfect right away. But uh, they don't understand that we're called children, and children make mistakes. They make a mess, you know, and mom and dad come in and clean it up, right, while they're teaching the kid not to make a mess next time. (laughs) So anyway, so let me do this once more. And I'm keeping this goofiness here on the show because the reason why the Holy Ghost directed me to keep all these bloopers and all these little mishaps on the show to let everyone know that you do not have to be perfect to do something for kingdom of God. Just get started. And as you're moving along, the Holy Ghost will train you and teach you as you're moving. If you're just sitting on the couch thinking that you're going to be trained to do the ministry, uh, you're going to be sitting the rest of your life. You won't be ever be used. You got to get out the door. You got to get started. You just got to go. And when you go, uh, that shows faith to God. And when you have faith, uh, He can move. But uh, it takes faith to serve the Lord. It takes faith to do this podcast. And um, that's what I'm demonstrating here now as you're listening. Isn't that great? <laughs> so once again, part five on Thursday, that's June 29, Acts chapter six, verse nine through eleven. That's the fifth Thursday of this month, June. Fifth Thursday, I'm in Loveland, Colorado at US 287 and Highway 34 by Sprouts Market. I'll be taking the Flex bus up there first thing in the morning, probably about 7 a.m. in the morning. And uh, coming back up the last bus coming down into Boulder from uh, Fort Collins. But I'll be in Loveland that day. Then the next day, part six, Friday, June 30th, Acts 6, 12 through 14. That's the fifth Friday of the month. That fifth Friday, I'm in a brand new city called Colorado Springs, Colorado Springs, Colorado. And the location is still unknown. I have two or three locations, maybe four locations, uh, temporarily picked out. And uh, this is nothing new for me when I go to a new city trying to find a new location. Uh, So happens that Colorado Springs is the largest city in the entire state of Colorado, 
per landmass. Um, another problem with Colorado Springs is when it started off with such a little itty bitty little little town, and as it grew, it grew really really fast. And then they began annexing all these little suburbs and these little settlements and these little villages outside of this town. And it just sprawled all over the land. It just become a real big mess as a government. And then the mishandling, it just became a real mess. So what happens is, is you cannot find the old gates of the city. Even the new gates of the city, uh, there's a lot of... Uh, confusion in that city and so uh, I've been praying over Colorado Springs for such a long long time I've been ice I've been concentrating for the last couple of weeks three weeks since the first of June uh, for uh, for this city and we're getting to narrow it down so this trip to Colorado Springs might be a uh, explore exploratory type trip don't know that uh, sort of like my trip to uh, Vail I did not know where to go in Vail, so uh, that first trip to Vail, Colorado, was an exploratory trip, and now the next couple times I went there, I knew exactly where to go and knew what was going on. So on my next trip to Vail, it'll be uh, known where to go. And uh, some cities are easy to find locations for some reason, and other cities are very difficult. This is my uh, 16th city and my 44th location i think it's 44 locations now because we had our location up in uh, longmont uh yesterday uh, on friday and so this will be um, god's expanding the outreach of gospel evangelist church we will expand out throughout the entire state of colorado all the major cities will have uh, a banner and uh, we will be street ministering in many 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 dozens of cities across colorado over time. Remember, preparation takes a little bit of time. I started with one corner, and then two, and then three, and then four, and then five, and now, you know, I'm at 44. So God's been increasing over these uh, four years, and uh, this fifth year, we'll see what happens, right? So once again, on Friday, we'll be in Colorado Springs, and we do not have a location yet, but when I do have one, I will update this, uh, I will update the uh, the website. So you can always check the website, and you'll know uh, exactly where I'm at in uh, Colorado Springs. At least that's the plan. Amen. So part Sunday on Saturday, that'll be July 1st, the 1st of July, Acts chapter 6, verse 15. And Saturday, the seventh day of the week, that's my Sabbath rest in the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's when I write the January, uh, July 2nd, July 2, uh, GEC Sunday letter. Wow, that was harder to get through than I thought. <laughs> I better have a cup of tea or a sip of tea here. Just a second. All right. Move my mustache out of my face and my beard. This beard's been growing for over 20 months. The longest I've ever had to fast my shaving. I probably fasted my shaving probably about five, six, seven times in the last, uh, since about 1985 when I was in ministry training, I started fasting my shaving back then. Uh, somewhere in that time, I used to fast food. I still fast food every day. But uh, uh, fasting and praying, very important. Uh, but when I started living a fasted life, uh, it just became nearly impossible to fast food because I'm already fast nearly every single day of my life. That's for the last 35 years or so, 30 years. Well, since 1987, 85. How long has that been? Um, whatever it's been. So uh, enough of that, right? <laughs> All right? All right, going into our letter here. Uh, it says here, uh, 
Sorry, I'm a little disjointed here. I'm really trying to do this right, but like I said, you don't have to be perfect. Everyone tries to be perfect. They think, yeah, it just blows me away. I, I don't, I don't know. I got I ministered to a guy up in Longmont. It was a great day in Longmont. I ministered to a guy that uh, said, oh, you know, I can't preach yet. I can't minister. I really want to do it, but I don't know enough of the Bible. How long have you been in the Bible? Oh, for years. Oh, really? And he just went on and on and on about all these excuses of why he's not ministering yet. And he's got years and years and years in the Bible, years and years of prayer, but he's got more excuses because I just don't have enough of the Bible. And, you know, he's, he's just said he just turned 60. I mean, how long are you going to wait till you go out and preach? I mean, people wait and wait and wait. And before you know it, like this guy here, he's 60 years old. And uh, he's going down to one more conference again. He's got to go to one more uh, ministry conference because you never know. That one more conference might be the trick that will get him over the edge. Instead, he just has to step out on faith. And uh, just, I don't know what, I see that so often. Christians who want to go do something for God, but they are either scared of themselves, which is scared of man, or they are just so wrapped up in this world. They've just they've got strings and ties and so many irons in the fire that uh, they cannot turn their back on anything that they're doing in their life, because if they did, it'd fall apart. And um, you know that's just the way it is, I guess. Uh, God knows that, and so He finds somebody like me, I guess, and says, "I want you to go to Colorado Springs," because I've tried to ask a bunch of other people, and they're not out there. So I want you to go down there and <laughs> take your banner. I said, "Yes, sir." <laughs> so you know we're going, you know. And uh, we got our bus ticket, and we're going to ride the bus down there because I don't drive anymore. People use that excuse. Well, I don't have a car. I can't. I talked to a lady here just a couple few days ago. Well, I can't minister because I don't own a car. Or I have a car, and you don't have a car, and you're ministering, you're preaching. I mean, she just couldn't figure that out. She said, man, you need a car. I don't need a car. I wonder what, what do I need a vehicle for? I mean, God gets me around. I trust in the Lord. I don't trust in my car. <laughs> <laughs> anyways enough of that all right so let's get into our letter here it says greetings my good friend it's a great day in jesus don't you just find it amazing how jesus can love us so much that even if we make mistakes or maybe not understand what he is doing in our life he still loves us i sure do it's like i still have that kid-like wonder towards the lord jesus there are so many things that catch my attention in regards to all that Jesus is and all that he's doing. And I suppose that is one more reason why I so thoroughly enjoy this day, the seventh day of the week, the Sabbath. I have scheduled in my calendar to give this day wholly to the Lord Jesus. Please understand that this was a request of the Lord when I arrived in Boulder in 2017. Uh, this Sabbath rest is not in reference solely to the scriptures, uh, but it is, sort of. <laughs> I'm not just, uh, I'm just, uh, uh, I'm not really adhering to Hebrew tradition. I'm simply obeying what the Lord Jesus asked of me. And that's what's important. Uh, when I mention the word Sabbath, a lot of people think that, uh, oh, he's uh, doing the Hebrew traditions. Well, I'm not. <laughs> because the scripture it's very clear on that there is no holy day anymore. So there's no such thing as one holy day. All days are holy now. All days are set aside for God. 
And uh, anyways, that's another story there. So I was kind of went off my letter again. That's why I like doing these podcasts because I can kind of get off my letter and I like that. And uh, anyways, another thing that I noticed since I've been in this uh, new season of ministry is how, uh, how other Christians live. I'm actually quite shocked most of the time because for the past 25 years or so, I've been associated with a huge on-fire church that is pressing into the kingdom of God on a daily basis. And that is not what I see anywhere here, nor in very many other Christians who live in this area. So my hope now is that I'll stay on fire and not be weakened by indifference. Anyway, amen. <laughs> but I guess but guess what? I'm actually more on fire now than I've ever been in my life. And for me, that is amazingly great news. Can this continue, though? Well, I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm currently in a 10-year season of banner preaching and street ministry. And in this type of ministry, you have to stay in the Lord Jesus Christ and on fire with the Holy Ghost. This is no different than when John Baptist was preaching at the River Jordan a couple days ago. <laughs> a couple days ago, 2,000 years ago. <laughs> you know, remember, a, a day's like a thousand. Anyways, that's another kind of a little joke there. I, I like saying that. People get frustrated at me. A couple days ago, that was 2,000 years ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> People are so touchy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so understanding our timeline and our calling can help greatly in knowing what God wants. Then when we put the Word of God to the test, we see that the Word is true now and will be forever. And this is here what is making so many stumble. When the directions are changed, then can you still build it? When the architectural plans are changed, does the building still look the same? When the cake recipe is changed a little, does the cake taste the same? Do you see what I'm saying? What happens if we read a Bible that, that told us not to take extra oil with our lamps? When another Bible says to take extra oil, which one do you believe? You know, this may seem like a stupid topic, but I say it is not. It is the topic. It is the topic of discussion. Because if we lose the Word of God, the Holy Bible, then what happens? What I hear people say to me is, we won't, <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't matter. I say, really? That's how Christians are thinking nowadays. It doesn't really matter what Bible you're in or what, or even if you have a Bible or even if you read a Bible. Uh, wow, <laughs> it blows me away. Anyways, I'm in the Word of God every single day, seven days a week, have been for years and 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 years. Yeah. But, and I'm still learning. I'm still, it's just really the best thing in the world for me. I love the, uh, the Word of God. So can we truly trust our feelings or our brain or our spirit without the Word of God, the Holy Bible? That is a real question that needs answering. And that answer would be best answered now rather than later. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so very much. For loving us through all the hard times and the soft times and the easy times and the difficult times, you are ever present to the saints of God who love you and keep your commandments. We are so totally grateful and thank you, thankful for your love and for all that you are doing for our body, for your body. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So as you know, I'm reading the prayer off the letter. So that's why I'm stumbling. I'm not just 
reading, praying from my heart. I'm reading what I wrote on the letter. So I'm trying to read every word on the letter. <laughs> That's why I stumble sometimes. Anyways, um, <clears throat> moving on through the letter here. So the next part here is Course and Scriptures. Our title again, and, and in those days, and in those days. Well, I can't wait to preach on that. That's going to be great. And we're still in that theme called signs, wonders, miracles, praise, and worship. It looks like we're going to be in that theme for the rest of the year, which makes it probably, I think we started this theme in January. I'd have to look to see when I started this, but uh, it's a theme or kind of an overarching topic or season. I still don't know what it is, but it is titled Signs, period, Wonders, period, Miracles, period, praise, period, worship, period. I don't know. I'm just going along with whatever the Holy Ghost has for us. I'm not trying to figure it out. I just need to know what I need to do next. And so what I need to do next is go into the next part of the letter here. (laughs) So once again, the title is, And in those days, in the theme called Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. And the course, the course that will follow this week, begins with the title of this week's GC Sunday letter. And that is in Acts chapter 6, verse 1, and I'll read it to you in King James. And in those days, that's the title right there, and in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. So that's going to be fun talking on that. So this week we'll continue our talks through the book of Acts, which began on the day of Pentecost, Uh, This is such an important talk that we're highlighting one chapter per week and asking the Holy Ghost to teach us and to show us more scriptures that support and witness of of Pentecost and of the building and establishing of the Church of Jesus Christ. This should be another wonderful and fruitful week in Christ. This is week number 26 of 52 in this letter. 26 of 52 in this year. Think about that just for a second. I'll have a sip of tea here. So you're thinking on that? Chapter, so this is week number 26 of 52. So that means we're exactly in the middle of this week here is the exact middle of the year 2023. And so my question would be as a, evangelist, as a street preacher, as a soul winner, how many people have you told about Jesus? How many gospel tracts have you handed out? How many prayers for people have you done? How much word have you studied? How much? How many times have you gone out? How many hours have you put witnessing to people? What have you done for the kingdom of God in the last 25 weeks? Yeah. See, it goes by pretty quick. And if you do nothing this week, And next week and the following week, if you do three weeks in a row with nothing, that'll set up a habit that you're going to have a very difficult time breaking, and you'll probably finish the year not doing very much, if anything, for the kingdom of God. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's time to go to work for Jesus. All right, so... uh, grow as we study the the holy scriptures we actually build our faith and by faith we please the father we grow in christ we grow in truth we grow in the kingdom of god because we have life within us through the lord jesus christ and i pray that you are born again my friend and that you are witnessing christ to others and if you're not born again it's a simple act of faith 
you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ um, is the Son of God. Yeah, you just believe in Jesus. And you just have to pray, call out to God, cry out to God and say, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. That's what, that was a cry of my heart way back when, when I did this. And I was born again, and I've not ever been the same since that very moment that I prayed and believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, it's been right at 50 years. Now, that's a long time. And if something was fake or phony or not true, I am certain it would have revealed itself by now, (laughs) for sure. But it is more powerful, more strong, more of everything than it ever has been And uh, the reason people mock Jesus and hate Jesus and everything else is because they don't want to be a part of Jesus. And why? There's only one reason why people don't want to be a part of Jesus, and that is they're deceived. That's it. That's the only reason. They're deceived. They just are deceived. They don't know what they don't know. And they think that what they do know is correct. But it's a lie. Oh, well, let's just keep preaching the gospel. So in our letter, uh, you can uh, read it from uh, many different sources. The GC Sunday letter is written fresh every week, and there are pieces of this letter that remain the same. However, they are important, and um, these portions do change with the passing of time. So the Sunday letter may be found on our missionary website. That's at johnchoque.org or gospelevangelistchurch.org. The letter is preached from the street on our video channel. That would be youtube.com forward slash, and then my name, John, J-O-H-N, and then my last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E. That's uh, our video channel that we're using, and can also be heard on the podcast that you're hearing right now. I am reading from the letter. Also, you can uh, read the letter in an email format. You can go to Preacher John dot c k dot p a g e or you can go to johnshuck.com and you'll see it there too i think uh, there's several links there you can go to the website and you'll find it there too and uh, <clears throat> the other thing about the email is uh when the email comes to your inbox sunday morning it, it's another trigger to uh, pray for our church and our ministry and our street ministry our missionary church and uh we can sure use the prayer. Anyways, this is, uh, once again, this is podcast episode number 122, and it's titled, And In Those Days, and you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. So the following are the Holy Scriptures for each of the seven parts for this week, beginning Sunday, June 25th, 2023, and we're preaching from the King James Bible daily throughout the week, if the Lord will, and I am personally, physically able and one day when I'm not physically able, there will be someone else preaching. And, but we're not there yet, but we're almost there. We're getting closer and closer day by day to having somebody preach uh, alongside me. And when I'm not preaching, they'll be preaching. Amen? So um, what do you want me to do? Let's see. So here is a list of the scriptures once again and the part numbers. I'm not going to go through and read all these uh, scriptures, but understand that it, we're doing Sunday through Saturday, and we're in Acts chapter 6, and I think there are, there are, let's see, 15 verses in Acts chapter 6. There's not too many verses, 
and you can just go and read those for yourself there. So, but in the letter, I have all the scriptures broken down per day, and uh, and that's where we're going to leave that. Acts chapter six for this week. So, a brief recap, recap, or a point of view from my perspective as a street preacher, and in regards to the selected scriptures for this week. So, our scriptures for this week are one of intrigue. As we continue into this fascinating account of the ministry of the Holy Ghost. We started preaching in this book on the day the Holy Ghost arrived, and what a day that was. <laughs> For me, it's like Pentecost uh, is daily. I love the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost loves me. Uh, do you have a relationship with the Holy Ghost? <laughs> like the guys in Acts had? That's a good question, you know. Is the Holy Ghost important to you and to your ministry? Who is the Holy Ghost to you? What kind of ministry does the Holy Ghost have in your life? What does the Word of Truth say about the Holy Ghost? Can you see why I'm asking these questions? When we ask questions, we can get or begin to get to the root of whatever's going on. If we don't ask, we don't receive. And if we don't receive, it's because we don't believe. Do you believe the Holy Ghost? Is the Holy Ghost real? There are 89 verses in the New Testament about the Holy Ghost. The first is Matthew 1, verse 18, and the last one is Jude 1, verse 20. If you put the two together, those two verses right there together, with the context, you might see something very interesting. However, the believer needs to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand. And this all refers to the truth not to lies or mistruths. Be alert, my friend. Let's pray. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for teaching us what we are to say. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for giving us the power to go and witness Jesus Christ to the people. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for giving us your joy. And in your name, Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen and amen. So my letter is signed in the power of the Holy Ghost with my initials JC for John Shuck. Below my initials, I have three verses, Matthew 1.18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. 2 Corinthians 13.14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. Lastly, Jude 1.20, But ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. Well, there you go, folks. This is my GEC Sunday prayer letter written on Saturday, June 24, 2023 at 4.37 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor of Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Take care.